listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 315. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the definitely caffeinated, mm-hmm. very calm. Yeah. John Brownstone. That's all I got. I got nothing snarky. Wow. I know. Who are you and what are you think, doing, my baby girl? I don't think I'm caffeinated enough. Ah, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> this week, we're giving ourselves permission to rant <laughs> <laughs> for what seems to be a favorite of some folks, uh, a BDSM Reddit reaction episode. So Woo-hoo! we've got a few, a couple of them, reading them. Yeah, yeah. Blood boiled. So mm, we'll see what happens. Okay. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big thanks to our Kiki patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We're able to do what we do and help as many kinksters as possible because of our kinky patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're grateful for every fucking one of you. If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can. And when you do, you help us do this weird thing on the internet. Join us at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> The sadist wanted to take a second before he clicked the button. Uh, okay, so before we get into uh, these Reddit posts that I don't know how they're going to uh, make me react, uh, a couple of announcements. One, this is most especially for podcast listeners, but for anybody who's like, I heard you had a site and for several days I could not get mm. to it. And also for podcast listeners, where the hell was last Friday's episode and why did it come out on a Tuesday? That was a Tuesday. Yeah. The site, every site we own went down because there was a server crash and there was a hosting problem and then all our sites got migrated to a new server. But then our amazing tech guy literally had to rebuild the Loving BDSM website because it is always our problem child when things go mm-hmm. wrong. Um, we are in the process of making sites, the site getting back up faster. Uh, Got to go do that later today. Yeah. Um, we, we learned a few things from all this. We did. We did. We're you know. also on a different host on a different server, and hopefully all that will be better. Um, but yeah, if you were like, where the hell did everything go? And why couldn't I get anything? And why weren't links working? Both at lovingbdsm.net and thekinkery.com and any other website we have, that is why. Everything is back up. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still catching small little things over like on the kinkery. Uh, website. I'm still, I haven't caught weird things on Loving BDSM yet, but I have my eyes open. Um, as far as we know, for podcast listeners, this episode should come out on the Friday after we record it. Fingers crossed. I can't promise anything because <laughs> it should though. We don't see why it wouldn't, but you know, right. life. Um, <laughs> so if you wondered where we went and where we were and why things were late, that's why. That's why. Um, yep. The next announcement is just to say, in all of the chaos of everything, um, we do have a few new products up on our Etsy shop. Our Etsy shop right now is nothing but digital products. We have um, workbooks to help you with your uh, power exchange relationship. We have uh, worksheets to help keep up with tasks and planning and habit tracking. And I just dropped a couple of products that are specifically for dominance who want to, who like having like a planner, whether print, you print it out and use pen and paper, or you have it in your like, uh, what's called digital planner, trying to keep up track with 
is your sub doing the things they're supposed to do? Are they completing tasks by whatever deadline you've set, whatever, whatever? Um, that is all in our Etsy shop, link in the places for anybody who's interested. And I don't know if this incentivizes anything for anybody, but our patrons get a hefty discount. So if you have ever been like, hmm, what's a reason to join the Patreon? That could be it, if that means anything to anybody. Um, and at certain tiers, you actually get stuff for free. You don't have to buy it mm. at all. But So yeah, we like discounts uh, for our uh, kinky community. Yep. So those are the announcements. Now, we are going to, um, what am I trying to say? Get into these Reddit posts. Three of, we have five, were sent from Silent Wing, who uh, spends more time on the BDSM side of Reddit than I do, and I'm grateful. Plus, also, mm-hmm. Silent Wing kind of knows what will probably get you going, get a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and Silent Wing, like me, is will look for things that aren't just, you know, the answer is to communicate, because, yeah, we know on Reddit that's most often the answer, but yeah. sometimes you get interesting ones. So I'm going to start, I'm going to read okay. these, and then we're going to see how we feel. And before she starts, I'm going to turn the fan on here to Please help do. try and keep us cool. So if you hear a hum, that is what it is. What that is. Okay, first one. This is the title. Mm. As a switch, what is the point of being a dominant? Hmm. Right? That kind of feels like a weird question. So yeah. here we go. Uh, I'm a switch and I've been participating in kink for close to 10 years now. There's one aspect I don't quite understand and I really want to. As a switch, I'm open to bearing the burden of being the dominant in scenes. Usually I will date other switches or someone will tell me they are a dominant, but it will always end up with them asking to sub to me in a relationship or in scenes. That makes sense to me because I'm told I feel really safe, have a nice growl and I'm good at flustering people. The main problem is that being the dominant is just not fun. I don't know how anyone can handle always being the dominant. It's like always being the person who pushes people on a swing or always being the person who pet sits while other people go camping. It's nice to like make someone feel good, but it just sucks to always be that person. Why do people exclusively dom? Sure, you get to like dress up in cute clothes, but it's genuinely just not fun outside of a few laughs and the feeling of making someone else happy slash satisfied. I'm having such a hard time wanting to be part of kink because it feels so selfish for me personally to ask to be the sub. And even when I do and I get rejected and the person asks me to dom them, I just end up crashing and crying. It hurts a ton. I would like to be the blushy, squirmy, flustered girl and get called a good girl, but it just doesn't happen. Uh, maybe we could do like a lotto system and so I can like potentially be the sub and at least not always the dominant. I have one thought to this and I'm wondering if you have the same thought. Well, <laughs> like I have a, I mean, a question the, that immediately comes the, to mind. The, the first thought that comes to mind is, is it almost seems like uh, people are using this person as a kink dispenser. No, that's not my question that, at all. No, my question well, is, question, are you sure you're a switch? Well, there is that. If yeah. you literally don't understand what anybody gets out of doming. Yeah. Do you want to dom at all or top? Well, there is that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Like Absolutely. Maybe you're not a switch. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know your um, life, but I don't. You know, I you I know for myself. Um, while yes, I have had moments where it was like I don't want to be in charge anymore. <laughs> right. But um, you know, overall, I you know, there's just too much of the aspects that that I enjoy about it, that I love about it. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, for, for this person to say, you know, I don't see what everybody gets out of it. Um, Just don't. And I, it feels like, and I know, like, if you, and I will link to, at least in the show notes, I'm weird about YouTube these days because what they've done to us. Mm-hmm. So in the show notes, I will link to these posts for anybody who wants to, like, go read them and then read the comments. Um, because in the comments, there's, like, lots of conversation back and forth between the original poster and, and other people yeah. going, you know, you don't have to switch. You can if you want to. Of course you can. And mm-hmm. if that feels right to you, please do. We support sure. all switches here at Loving BDSM. Yeah. But for the for the end of that question be like i just want to be a squirmy gushy blushy good girl and that's what i want to be and i literally do not understand what the point of doming mm-hmm. is that makes me wonder if somewhere along the way they got the message that they were air, air quote supposed to switch and what and or they thought they were a switch at some point and in the practice of doing things they're realizing even though maybe they don't realize it that they're not actually a switch maybe they would be willing to be a service top Mm -hmm. to the right person we'll be doing that topic in a couple weeks um but that they're truly more a sub than they are anything else and they just haven't gotten there yet because Mm -hmm. when you have to ask the question what does anybody even get out of this either you're not doing something that is fulfilling to you and filling your cup or you've had like you said at the very beginning maybe they're being treated like a kink dispenser right and everybody they're partnering with just wants somebody to dom or top them and yeah. doesn't want to do it in, because you know, if, if, you know if, if i remember correctly what you wrote it seems no matter who who they get involved with you know eventually they're being asked to top them right and they you don't know, like and it. they don't like it and it's okay to not like it it's okay to think when Start your kink journey, go, I'm kinky, and maybe you start, and you're like, I think I'm a switch. Well, then you mm-hmm. actually start engaging in activities, and you learn more about yourself. Yeah. And as you learn more about yourself, you are allowed to go, um, that first word I used for myself does not apply. This is who I am. Yeah. And then yeah. that can change later as you learn new things. Mm-hmm. It's also completely possible for you to absolutely be a switch, but to only want to switch for the right partner. Right. It's like only wanting to submit mm-hmm. to the right partner. I'm not mm-hmm. submissive to everybody. I'm submissive to yeah. him. Like, that's, right. that's fine, and, too. And, and again, you know, they may not feel like they're um, a, a D type, you know, but we've talked about this before, um, how... You know, there are things you could top in a scene as a service. Mm-hmm. Which we're going to get to that topic you know. in a few weeks. Okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, without having the full dynamic of a power exchange. Sure. You know, just, just for a, a, a play party or a specific scene. You know, yes, um, I, I do believe that being... A, a top in an instant like that is much different than being a big D Absolutely. In, in a full-blown power exchange. Of course. I agree completely. So. And also, could it be that they're coming across partners who are not giving as well as receiving? You know, if mm-hmm. all you're being asked to do is to top and you're never getting the opportunity to express your submissive side. Right. I would imagine uh, the switches out there, please tell me mm-hmm. your um, experience that if all, if it's always one sided and you're not getting it to tap into the other side, I can almost imagine just 
not wanting to do the one side you're all, always asked for because again your cup's not being filled right you're yes. not getting your Absolutely. needs met which which is is something i i brought up in the past and i think this is this is a perfect thing for this um you know if they are not getting something out of being a top mm-hmm. um you know right off the get-go when this is being negotiated and this is a question from both sides of the slash mm-hmm. um what are you looking to get out of this right what do you need what what what, what do, do you, you need want? what do you want mm-hmm. what are your expectations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right you know you you need to manage your expectations in something like this so if, if they feel that, you know, I don't see what a, a, a big D gets out of this, why, why bother? Um, one, they either kind of need to do a little bit of introspection and say, you know, well, what, what would I want right. out of doing this? And, and how moving forward can I get this? Mm-hmm. You know, and with, also, is it what I want at all? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... so. That was one. Mm-hmm. The next one. How do I turn down my dom's orders respectfully? Now, on this post, by the time I got to it, there was an edit of, because the person had res- was, had taken in the comments. So this does work out better than it's going to sound. I'm not going to read the okay. edit. I'm going to read the right. original question. Uh, so I met a guy online and decided to try being his sub. It's my first time doing this. He asked me to send photos of my boobs and private parts. And I said I was uncomfortable. And he said he hated that word. Mm. I would eventually give in to these requests. Recently, he said, I hope I'm not making you do anything that goes against your moral values and that you're not okay with. You need to speak up. Otherwise, I won't know. All I could think about is how I had said I was uncomfortable doing something several times, but that didn't translate to him as I don't want to do this. What is the correct way to turn down orders from a dom? Because I feel slightly wronged here. You were not you, slightly you, wronged. You, you were definitely you, wrong. You did the correct thing right from the beginning. <laughs> you did what he, you were supposed to do. You did what you were supposed to do. That so-called dom. That motherfucker. Was in the wrong on that. Okay. Um, that was flat out. The cognitive dissonance though, to like with a straight face go, I don't like the word uncomfortable. First of all, fuck yeah. you and the horse you rode in on. Right. Um, and to pressure in some way or make a person mm-hmm. feel like they needed to do something. And then later, however long, I'm not, I don't think it says how long later, later to go, well, you have to speak up. How will I know otherwise? bitch she, she did, did speak up you just chose not to listen yeah like what the fuck i mean that that on a, a, a blatant disrespect of someone's boundaries that in of itself is a red flag right there i know and i feel bad for that person because they even say i was new i didn't know i thought i i said i was uncomfortable what more am i supposed to do and here's the thing you should not have to have a flashing neon sign no. that goes hail the fuck no, no. like no. you shouldn't have to no I do have questions about that that disconnect between I don't like the word uncomfortable, fuck you, yeah, and you have to tell me when you don't want to do something. I'm not a mind reader. That's somebody fucking with somebody's head in not a good way. Plain and simple. <sighs> not impressed. The comments did help this person. Tell you sort what that guy. Out. Tell you what that guy needs. A good uh... <laughs> podcast listeners can't see him. Yeah, well, spanking. No. No, that that's a oh a smacking. Sorry, my brain went to spanking. Yeah. I could use a good spanking. That's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, the 
there's I don't want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt because it pisses me off. I don't understand how somebody saying I'm not comfortable doing that is not clear enough. Yeah. Maybe on some strange situation that is one in a billion, could somebody explain to me and go, mm-hmm. I would not understand somebody saying that. But and and think that that was not a clear signal. I think the vast majority of us would understand on some level that is a signal. And for that dude's response to be, I don't like that word, bitch, yeah. I don't like a lot of words, but they exist and people mm-hmm. get to use them. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares what you don't like? That and, and to have said that to somebody who is subbing for essentially the first time, I mean, I could, I, I want to be a voice that helps subs understand that if they come across that to say, fuck you to that person. But I also understand we're a newbie who might not have a lot of background in this. It's like, yeah. oh, well maybe that's a Dom thing to not like that. No, it's an asshole thing. It's a red flag thing. It's, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. That one was easy. But yeah. if anybody but still- needs a happy ending, she figured it out and toss the motherfucker good so um so yeah i'll even read the update so we get a happy ending let's read the update update thank you for all your messages i addressed my concerns and was disappointed to find this so-called dom did not let me speak and address my concerns kept talking over me acting like a childish victim blaming me for leading him on demanding i apologize and repeatedly saying he wanted to break things off i gave him the opportunity to vent first and speak and he agreed to let me speak once he was done he did not let me speak kept talking Mm. over me and kept saying i was selfish because i didn't care how he felt and only wanted to justify my actions. You were all right about communicating my limits and concerns. He was a fake all along. Here's the thing, and this, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as universal truth when it comes to people, but a like a thing I see more often than not, when you see one, you might not know it at the time, but when you see one red flag, it doesn't take much for there to be a whole bunch all behind them. To, to see it the, all just, the, the, the string of them. Especially once they're and, confronted with their shitty behavior. Right. Then if you're able to see it, you're able to process it, it's it's just there. And this retrospect of all the, like, it's gross and it, but yeah. I'm also not surprised about it because no, they didn't no. like the word uncomfortable. Yeah. Which means they don't like feeling uncomfortable as this response makes exactly. it very Exactly. And, and several people in live chat have pointed it out, especially after reading the, the update. Mm-hmm. Um, gaslighting at its best. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And thankfully this person had gotten enough feedback from that Reddit thread that they were armed for that mm-hmm, and saw it for mm-hmm, what it was. So that, mm-hmm. that is yeah. nice. Yep. Okay. Next one. I like it because you like it, which I've actually not said before, but it's a, a mm-hmm. sentiment I'm familiar with. So here we go. Uh, I've recently been dipping my toes into BDSM. My partner has openly said they think BDSM is weird, doesn't understand it when it's, you know, et cetera, when it's come up randomly, not pertaining to us specifically. We haven't had any talks about it because as I said, they've made comments that make me a little nervous to bring it up. I think a lot of what they think stems from not understanding it as a whole, which I can't fault them for since it's something I'm still learning about myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe over the last four months, we've been experimenting with spanking. Prior to that, they'd give me a little slap on the ass while we were having sex, and I'd try to make sure they knew I liked it. More recently, we've started some intimate moments with spanking before any of our usual sex acts. Today, mid-spanking, they asked me what I like about it. They asked what I wanted to be punished for. 
I tried to explain it wasn't really about being punished. I mm -hmm. like the way my brain feels while I'm being spanked. I like the attention. I like seeing how much I can take and that it's kind of a meditative experience. I left mm -hmm. out that I wanted to be a good girl and take whatever they want to give me because as I said, they're not, they're still not totally game and I don't want to scare them off of it. <laughs> I asked them if they liked doing it and they said, I like that you have something you really like. I like doing it because you like it. And I kind of feel disappointed with that answer. Like they're only doing it to appease some weird thing I like. Am I being too sensitive and overthinking this? Is that a normal thing people in the lifestyle feel about some of their partner's kinks? Am I hoping for too much to want them to wholeheartedly like spanking me? What do you guys think? I have thoughts. Hmm. I, I think to a certain extent, they are overthinking it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, you know, if a partner does something for you because you like it, I think that kind of says that, you know, kind of is a, 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 a I, I can't, I lost my words. I hate when that happens. I lost my words. I, I think it kind of shows that that person cares about them and what mm -hmm. they like and, and what they need and, and that they're generally trying, mm -hmm. you know. If, if someone was just kind of, you know, eh, yeah, it's okay, I guess, you know, and there, there's no feeling behind it. But if they're doing it, you know, if, if I do something for you because you like it, you know, one of the things I generally enjoy your reactions to it. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's something I look for, you know, and and that's important to me because that makes me want to be able to keep going mm -hmm. so you know yeah i i think she's she's overthinking that a bit I, I agree i think also i would even say when this person feels comfortable um go ahead and explain the i want to be a good girl and take whatever they want to give me like mm -hmm. go ahead and tell them that's part of it because yeah. if they're showing that they're willing to try something that they once labeled weird in order to to give you pleasure that you want mm -hmm. the more potentially assuming you, you feel comfortable and their reactions are, are vibing the more information you give them the more they may be able to tap into things they enjoy they might sure. find things that they enjoy mm -hmm. that they would not have known otherwise yeah. i also think that and I, I wonder if this person it's because this person is i can't remember did they say they were a sub or here they're definitely bottoming yeah but if they're more of a sub or a bottom there's something both in the <laughs> patriarchal society that we live in where many people who are socialized as women and raised as mm -hmm. women and girls were taught not to ask for too much, not to want things just for the sake of wanting them. And then that translates over into some, not all submissives and bottoms going, well, I can't receive pleasure just for the sake that I like it. You mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing something for me just because I like it. And yeah. I mean, a bit of bullshit. <laughs> I think yeah. Just like I, I think part of that, speaking from the as a submissive, there are times I know I'm doing something only because my daddy Dom wants it, wants to do it, likes it. It's not a hard limit. It's not out of you know out of mm -hmm. bounds for me. But I'm doing it for the pleasure of doing of you getting something you want. And I think too hmm. many people, specifically in this situation, subs and bottom, maybe not bottoms, but subs, who 
think, well, I shouldn't get something just for the pleasure of it too. That's not quote what I'm for or what I'm supposed yeah. to do. And I think that there's that's false. I think that the whole point of everything we do in kink and BDSM is for something that feels good to us, whether that's a sex thing or just it, mm-hmm. like like they said, the meditative experience, like exactly. we should all be getting something out of it. And right. it's okay to accept sensations and experiences that a partner is willing to give and consents to give us purely for the, the purpose of us receiving what we want or need out of it. That is okay. And I think more of us who will defer to letting somebody else get what they want without asking for what we need in return, mm-hmm. need to figure out how we can switch our thinking. Now, on the other side, are there plenty of people, like subs, who treat doms and tops as kink dispensers and only care about their own needs? Yeah, 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 those people exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my perspective, I still remember when it was strange to learn that you would do things that you weren't actively getting turned on by, they weren't actively hitting any of your kinks, but you're like, hell yeah, let's do this because of what you just said. You want to see my reaction. You want to make me happy. You want to give me pleasure. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's how a relationship should be give and take. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I love though that they went in to explain that it's, it's not just about the punishment. Mm hmm. You know, it, it's all these other factors that, that come together. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that was struck me. I was like, yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. And then I'll even say on the, the flip side is just a sort of a reminder. I do bondage stuff, not because I like it, but because you like it. I found things I enjoyed about it. Mm-hmm. had nothing to do with like, you know, a kink of mine. But I started it because it wasn't a hard limit and you liked it. And I went, I want to be a part of that. Hmm. I would... I think it's okay to accept a person's I like doing it to you because you like it. That's a valid reason. It doesn't have to be deeper than that. Um, It is possible that as this person continues to do these things, they might be willing to explore new things that they wouldn't otherwise. And they might might find some kinks or some activities that they like for other reasons that aren't because their partner enjoys being on the receiving end. And I think that we've got to... You know, I think that's a, um, a a shift in thinking and of how you view your own pleasure. Mm-hmm. I do absolutely understand the desire for a partner to just want to do this to us because they want to do it and to have their own drive and, and desire behind mm-hmm. it. I get where it can feel kind of weird or kinda like almost like you're, air quote here, making somebody do something, but they're not making him do anything. He's right. doing it because he's willing to do it. He's consenting to it. He's The pleasure he's getting is from bringing them pleasure. That That's... absolutely a part of the kink experience yeah so but yeah i would i I would definitely recommend that person go back if on a at a time maybe they feel a little bit more comfortable maybe a little braver Mm -hmm. and tell talk about more than the meditative experience so in my brain like talk about the good girl talk about the yeah and see how they react to that you never Mm -hmm. know maybe a few months before they wouldn't have reacted well because they wouldn't have understood it and now they've actually actively spanked you and they might go oh we, I can I can go down that road. Let's let's right, see what happens. There you go. There you go. Okay, next one. This one I think everybody listening will know will know what the response ought to be and where things went wrong. But because it wasn't about just talk to your partner, I definitely wanted to do yeah. this one. Uh, title: Inexperienced caning. 
Keynes, y'all. Keynes, you know, the, the bane of my uh, impact existence. Keynes, yes, those. <laughs> <laughs> so I did something stupid. My friend got a cane, had never used it before, and I agreed to play with it. I myself have never done impact play before. On hindsight, we should have taken like a course or read some safety measures. Although this friend does spank people regularly so they know what to avoid, they've just not done it with a cane before. We did, now get this y'all. Yeah. We did around 50 on my upper front leg concentrated on an area that is the size of a big pear. Pain level when caning was around a seven for each hit. I immediately got a very nasty bruise that is getting worse as time is passing. This was around 10 hours ago. The skin is pulsating and swollen, no open wounds. Staying still hurts, walking hurts a lot, touching hurts, basically everything hurts like a bitch. (laughs) Is this normal with caning or did we do something wrong? When can I expect the pain to reside? I cannot answer the pain to reside. In the comments of this post, several people, some with a medical background were like, that sounds like a hematoma and they were giving advice. I cannot answer that part. Uh, is this yeah. normal with caning? <sighs> not usually your first time not out. Not the no. first time out. No, no, we would not recommend that. Yeah, no, not not, uh, do that. not 50 hits at a level seven. Are you, I mean, I just First because, time out the gate. Because no. I, knowing what a cane feels like, I'm thinking of one level seven and you might get a couple more before right. I'd be like, you get the hell away yeah, from Yeah, 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 yeah. But 50 in a concentrated area, in a concentrated area. Yeah. Now, are there people that seek that? Absolutely. Yes. yes. But they are people who have been doing this, who have experience with this. You do not just, and, and this goes for anything, anything, anything you play with, whether it's a flogger, whether it's a paddle, a crop, any of that. You do not just pick it up and start wailing on somebody. Really, what the really. hell? <laughs> not the first time out. Right. Not no, the first you, time out. <laughs> you, you, you don't do that because these kinds of injuries are what i mean are yeah. just a part of what can happen i mean that's not understanding the risk no. of what is being done no. okay um you know 50 50 hits and and there um was there a didn't sound like there was a safe word involved no. okay nor does it sound like that person thought to use it because yeah. at, I mean, at what point level seven in about the same area with a cane, and I'm just right. thinking of every experience I've had with a cane and the level of pain that it feels like to me. Now we all have different experiences and different tolerance levels, and I get that. But 50 times in the same, I can't handle 10 times in the same basic area with a paddle, and I fucking love a paddle. I'm like, my brain is not computing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm imagining on some level they must have thought that that felt good. They must have thought, I can, I can handle this. I want to handle this. I'm yeah. enjoying something of it because with no experience, I can't imagine it wouldn't have occurred to them if it had been unbearable to not stop it. And they're not talking about how they wanted to stop and couldn't. Right. They're not in that. So potentially for that person, they can be that level of player who goes that hard and intense. But let me say this, not your first time no, out. No, 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 <laughs> Please no, 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 not no. your first time I mean, out. I, I could see at the first time, you know, okay, I'm going to give you a few taps and I'll give you some light taps. I'll give you some hard taps. You know, give me a number one through 10, one being the lightest, 10 being the hardest, you know, see what you think. Let's talk about this. But oh my freaking God, 50 out of the gate. Like and to that. have that kind of immediate injury. Now, I'm yeah. we're not medical people, so I don't know. Is that something that could be a serious concern? 
I don't know if I had a scene like that and immediately had that level of injury and pain, I would personally be very concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, at the same time, just as much as I'm concerned with the person that got hit with the cane, mm -hmm. I'm just as concerned for the person doing the caning Mm. because why weren't they checking in? May, and here's the thing, maybe we, they we weren't. Don't, that, we don't yeah, have any context we, for we, how we don't, it went. We don't. It's more of, we did this thing, here are the results, uh, uh-oh. Because the, the question does not focus on any crises of conscience over, you know, <laughs> oh my God, I tried to stop it and we couldn't, or oh my yeah, God, you know. I, I know, I I'm know. I'm thinking that this was a, that, you know, benefit of the doubt. But these are all things that right. These are things that, you and that, I know to that, think that about. That come and to, to my ask. mind in, in absolutely reading something so like, like part that. Part of me sort of imagines somebody going, "Let's see what happens." Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, and maybe there's a, "Are you good? Are you?" Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, on some level, yeah, they were good. They they seem to have allowed it to continue, and it is only after the fact when it was done that they went, "Oh, maybe I fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> um, because I don't know how how an injury like that can become serious or not, mm-hmm. or how serious it could be for somebody, I can't answer that. But I can imagine if somebody has um, a, a condition with um, blood clotting issues or anything where you maybe just bruise easily and have ish- medical issues with that, mm-hmm. that would absolutely be a concern. Right, um, right. Also, excruciating pain, immediate bruising, immediately, like... If I didn't have access to kinksters who understand medical stuff that I didn't know I could reach out to, my first thought is, I think you should go to the ER and have that looked at. Like, I honestly don't know. But please please be careful and maybe don't do that. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it does sort of seem to me like this person, the way they've presented the question, they might be somebody who can take really intense pain and really intense, mm-hmm. you know, canings. And there are absolutely people out there like that. Sure, There are people sure out there, there are. like that who know they love deep bruising. That tends to come with knowledge and practice and building right. up to it, though, and knowing what your body can handle mm-hmm. and what is safe for you. But two people with basically no experience just whacked one person with a cane 50 times at yeah. a level seven in a general <sighs> area. No, no. Uh, it's, that's a yeah. bad idea on a lot of levels. Please don't do that. Right. I mean, Please when you when when you go through FET and you and oh. you see pictures of caning, you know, even when there are bruises, they are not in the exact same position. No. They are spread out over Often. a broad uh, yeah. area from from thighs to butt. Yeah. Whew. So yeah. Oh, that one. Okay. And here's our last one. Um, is this what it's like to be concise? I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. And y'all, because I know y'all, this answer will seem obvious by the time I get to the end of this one. This was a roller coaster as I read it. Oh, boy. And I feel like the answer is obvious, but we're going to... I know people go through these thought processes, so we're going to have I'll uh, try to stick with you here. Okay. Title is, Old Sub Wants to Be Mine Again, But Not Sure If I Can Take Her Back. Mm -hmm. So for context, I had an old submissive, and it makes me wonder, was the submissive like chronologically old (laughs) are they a previous submissive i'm still not sure so for context i had an old submissive a few months ago let's call her m who Mm -hmm. had a great who i had a great connection with and i was ready to call her my forever sub but then she randomly and without any warning ghosts me for two full weeks without a word cannot get any communication through any means just disappeared without a trace messages left unopened calls left unanswered just gone 
poof. Accepting that she's gone, I swallow my pride and I move on. Communication and consistency are the two biggest deal breakers for me and the continued silence made me feel very unimportant and forgotten about. It was not the first time she's forgotten to answer for a few days, but the first time she outright vanished like this. Now, three weeks after she vanishes, she comes back and apologizes for disappearing. I'm genuinely surprised she came back at all, but she says she never forgot about me and wants to make it work between us. I give her a second chance if she promises to better her communication and not vanish like that again. Which she did the very next day for another week and a half, gone without warning for a second time, complete silence yet again. My trust in her is in shambles by now and I have accepted she won't come back twice now. Jump to today where a mutual friend had to tell me, not her telling this person herself, that she wants to be mine again. Best I can really feel in my heart is that we're close friends. Anything past that feels wrong now. Let me just say the fact that you in your heart are thinking close friends, you're a better motherfucker than I am. Cause right? I'd be like, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. She can go on her little horse as yeah. well. Yeah. I picked this one, one, cause there was a roller coaster there too. We all know what the answer is. And three, as proof, it's not just the doms, the ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's really not. The subs do it too. Cause it's yeah. a people thing. It's a person thing. It's not a, oh, all bad doms do this. Subs do this too. So what are your thoughts? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not just no, but hell no. Yeah. How no. many chances does a person do you have to give a person? Now, I understand I have trust issues. You don't get the second chance with me. Ghost my ass? I'll ghost you right back. You will have been blocked by the time you figure out I'm mm-hmm, still here. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. not everybody's like that. So I understand there are people out there who will give a second chance. Yeah. Why would we be talking about a third chance? How many right? times do you have to learn the same lesson over and over again? It makes me think it's a cliched right. thing of when a person shows you who they are, believe them. The other one I like, this one my dad taught me, fool me once, shame on you. Fool, fool me, me twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. Like, yeah. why am I not learning yep, the lesson? Yep, yep, yep. I don't yep. care what role either of you have. When one ghosts for weeks, comes back if you are a better mm-hmm. human being than I am and choose to give them a second chance. They don't get a third fucking chance. And they certainly don't get to come back or try mm-hmm. to come back by talking to a mutual friend and not you. Cause you know what? They know they done fucked up. Yeah. And and somebody mentioned in, in the, in the live chat, you know, that that's somebody that wants to be chased. Yes. And you know what? That, that is, that is something to there. There is a thing, you know, some people like the pursuit of a relationship on either end, but there is taking it too far also. And you know what? But even if you're, if you're chasing somebody, you know, that normally it's got to know it, that that's what you want. Well, it's a communication that, issue. That too. You know, it, it's, it's a cat and mouse kind of thing, but w- even when you're doing that, you, it, it's not that you disappear. Yeah. Lord, you, know, you dangle something a little bit. So right. Something's still you know, chase. you, 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 you got to ha- dangle that carrot. I'm not chasing but, no fucking body, but I, like, I understand the principle, the concept, yeah, but this but, ain't it. But this, you know, to just vanish like that with with nothing 
that yeah no no i no 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 because it's even if even if let's just say let's go for benefit of the doubt they want to be chased right Mm -hmm. the comments on this one were interesting a couple people who have clearly been through it before immediately went that person has another Mm -hmm. person on the side and when that person comes around they drop you until that person's gone and i went Mm -hmm. i never thought of that but that does make sense that makes sense but you know had a thought and I lost it and I'm still like are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. because part of this was a good reminder when I read this that submissives are capable of this too because I think for some of us it's like outside of our realm to imagine that a submissive would do this because it tends to happen to submissives more often than not but it's like part of me wants to go what kind of submissive are you like what what a part of you is submitting when you're ghosting right like what are, what are we doing here? And if what you want is to be chased or you like the chase or you like the whatever, then like there's, I don't know what that conversation would look like, but there's gotta be some conversation about it. To yeah. just up and disappear. What the, f- like how, how little respect do you have to have for the other person mm-hmm. regardless of their role? Cause I don't care who does it, doms or subs. What small amount of respect do you have to have for that person to go, you know what? Clearly they'll still be there in a few weeks when I come back because you think you can come back. Right. And this person, bless their heart. They let that person back and I, you know, that's 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 i feel like ghosting is without a reason that you find believable and are willing to trust because man you ghost me i am not trusting you ever again but i can mm-hmm. see where somebody might air quote ghost and come back and go oh my god this happened and as the person you then decide if you're going to believe them but if you just show up again with no reason mm-hmm. like what then is the reason to take you back beyond the okay i really liked you i really missed you i thought we had something here but but if if you don't respect me enough to just send up a fucking smoke signal, right? Then right. Why? What about you makes me think I, you're gonna respect me enough when it gets hard later, or when something big comes up, or when something, you know, like what, what, what? No, no, mm-hmm. no. First of all, no second chances to me on shit like that. Once you break my trust, lowered. <laughs> I might in 20 years decide maybe I can trust you with something again. <laughs> but another time? Yeah. And then no. another time? And then another time? And it makes me curious because ghosting, not always, because I've heard the stories of people like, I thought we were doing great and then they ghosted and what? But sometimes ghosting is just the final red flag. Right. What was going on before that maybe that person didn't see or didn't recognize as a potential red flag? Yeah. Because I do understand, because I've been there, done that, the fear of commitment and the fear of getting too close and even the fear of hurting. And I've absolutely mm-hmm. watched people sabotage the fuck out of a decent relationship over those fears. But so maybe maybe that first time maybe they come back and they're like i was terrified i was an ass i do not deserve for you to take me back but let me tell you my reasons this person doesn't really indicate whether there were reasons no given no. which Just makes me think done. that there were yeah. no reasons given or at least reasons that they found i don't know but then a second time like no what what what? I know, I know many of us want connection 
or love or whatever it is we're gonna get out of our power exchange, our side of the slash. Like we mm -hmm. all, those of us who are seeking power exchange, we want something from that. But that person is not the one to give it to you. They're not even worthy to give it to you. Let them go be shitty w by their damn selves. Mm -hmm. Like the the connection or the feeling or the whatever you're seeking that you think you're getting from this person, I don't see how it's real because if it was real to them, at least, you would not be ghosted. Not like that, not that mm -mm. many times, not after no. that many fucking chances. First of all, no, no on the first fucking chance, second chance, let alone three, four, 85 later. Oh, yeah. Like if that, there comes a point you're doing it to yourself and now I have no sympathy for you. Right. Like, yeah, go through, just go through the fucking heartbreak and deal with those feelings. Let that person move on. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And no, I don't, I, you're a, you're a different human being than me. If you can have that happen to you that many times, I go, I think we're just going to yeah. be close friends. No, the fuck you aren't because I can't trust you. So you can't I mean, be my close friend either. There, there's nothing wrong with giving someone a second chance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. You know, there, there are times things happen in people's lives that, are out of their control. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, Most people, though, would attempt to put up a smoke signal of some sort. True, Most. true. Most people would, you know, but when within day of talking to the person and the same thing happening again. Yeah, no, no. That's, no. you know. They would have been blocked on all things. I would yeah. not have. No, 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 mm -hmm. no, no. Yeah. All I got on that one is uh, several of these are the answers. No, easy. <laughs> Just a reminder. No is a complete sentence. That's true. It is. It is. Absolutely. We went through those faster than I thought we I would. Know. Those were, were five, though. But they were good. They were good. And for once, the good. answer to all of them was not just please go have a conversation with your partner. No. That's nice. The, I'll say this. Looking for posts that are interesting things to think about or talk about or that just get me riled up yeah. also i know silent wing is out there that's part of what she's looking for as well what right. will make smoke come out of their ears what what'll get their their fur in a rough right but <laughs> because so many of the issues the most common issues people face when it's a, a power exchange relationship and a relationship in general because hello relationship advice reddit exists too um, the answer is almost always you have to have a fucking conversation. It can oh, actually yeah. be hard to find something that's outside yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. These are definitely it. B the BDSM advice subreddit. It's pretty good subreddit lately, not just on these, but other ones that I was looking at to kind of round out this episode this week. I was reading through some of the top like upvoted um, responses and they were some even if it wasn't advice or thoughts that I personally might have, I was reading them going, this is actually good advice. This is actually sane advice. This is actually helpful. Um, so while of course there will always be com comment trolls everywhere, um, it's not a bad subreddit to be on if you wanna kind of see that other people are going through it too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So. Mm. <sighs> so thank you, Silent Wing, for the right, you thank you. Uh, thank you, Kingsters of the World, for continuing to go to the BDSM subreddits to ask your questions. <laughs> um, that is all for that. Next week, just a heads up, we will do a Q&A. Um, if you've ever needed a reason to follow us at the handle I fucking hate over on Instagram, um, this is a reason. That is where we start taking questions. 
and only if we're like, oh, we could probably fill time, do we take questions from the live chat on YouTube? So if you have a question that you'd love to be able to ask us, uh, follow us on Instagram. And about a day before the live stream next week, I put up a story and I'm like, ask your questions. And that's where we take questions from because I can keep up with those. And if you just randomly DM me questions, I cannot keep up with those. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. <laughs> the next week is a Q&A episode. Um, so we'll be doing that as well. So this was fun for yeah. podcast listeners. Um, if you want to read any of the actual uh, posts that we were reading from, they will be in the show notes, which are always at lovingbdsm.net. YouTube folks, because I don't trust YouTube and links anymore, the Friday after this comes out, that's when I drop the show notes link, and then you can get to them through our website um, if you're interested. Um, There you go. YouTube has made me very paranoid about just linking directly to shit anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't trust it anymore. Even though we've got ep- old episodes with links to the BDSM subreddits in the sh- uh, in the description box, makes me nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, we are um gonna do a bonus section. That's what we're gonna do, right? Is there anything yeah. else? No, we're done with this. We're one? done with this. We're we're done with this portion. Okay. Okay. So, are we good? I don't know. We're gonna try and be good this time, unlike last time. Right. Uh-huh. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all, and we'll see you next week. Okay. Can I talk to the crickets now? The podcast crickets are sitting in silence wondering if something is wrong with their podcast app or their earbuds or their headphones. It's not because you can hear my voice. Go ahead and talk to the crickets, girl. Now, would you like to know how I managed to give you all the time to write that down before I even asked instead of interrupting? How did you do that? I got distracted by the live chat and forgot we were even doing anything because I was busy reading the comments. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the scratching of the pen that somehow got my attention back. And then I realized where we were again. (laughs) Squirrel. Every day I get closer and closer to thinking, I should probably talk to somebody about being evaluated for adult ADHD. (laughs) Every day something new happens and I'm like, is it just because I'm quirky or is it ADHD? I honestly don't know. Um, So... Bonus section. I said yeah. this at the top of the live stream. I'm going to say it again. Or did I say it? I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Uh, happy birthday to the 16-year-old who is now mm-hmm. the 17-year-old. Um, when we started recording slash streaming, he was still asleep. I don't. I, I sent him a text message before he started streaming so I could officially say happy birthday, like, as he woke up, because I knew he wasn't awake because we hadn't seen yeah. him. And I have not gotten a text back, so it makes me think he's still sleeping. I know the 12-year-old's up because I heard him through our magic office window putting away dishes. Well, I, I, yeah, I heard some rumbling, yeah. and I kind of figured it was the youngest. They're but... definitely doing that summertime yeah. thing of how long can we get away with sleeping. Um, on days like this, we're like, just sleep. It's fine. We're not going to come mess with you. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, I will no longer be calling the 16-year-old the 16-year-old. He is now the 17-year-old. Um, looking forward to the birthday celebration this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wants some fried chicken, 
not homemade because I don't do that, uh, from a fried chicken place. And to watch a movie, do we know what movie yet? No. No. Uh, but his girlfriend's coming over. We'll probably find um, out when we're sitting down, sitting down to on the couch. turn on the TV, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and he, you know, he's he's got a few presents to open. Um, we're, we are probably more excited about that. His cake is one of those specialty, they're called decadent desserts from mm-hmm. Publix Bakery, if you know, you know. And it's a hazelnut one. It's a Nutella one. Um, I'm very excited about that. I don't know how he yeah. feels about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little curious to see how it how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I had chocolate cake for my birthday, and I I and then had it for cho- breakfast or lunch the next day after your lunch. birthday. Lunch. Um, I I I am a chocolate lover, so mm-hmm. and I do like Nutella. Mm-hmm. So do I. So I'm, this this will be interesting. When we were buying Nutella semi regularly, um, you could sometimes find me in the kitchen at the cupboard with the Nutella jar and a spoon in my hand. I it's a little too sweet. I can't have too much of it before I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, mm. but. Yes, but I also do that with peanut butter as well. So just so you know. Um, Taste you mentioned in the live chat, Church's fried chicken is his favorite. It is also my favorite and I cannot get it around here. It is very sad. Um, <laughs> it is my absolute favorite. Um, our local Popeyes mm, had to close after the last storm because their roof caved in. So we yeah. will not be having Popeyes fried chicken even though that is often for the 17 year old, the number one vote. We have, it's apparently a franchise, but not a massively huge one called Lee's Fried Chicken. Delicious. And you like it, darling JB, because they have fried chicken lovers. And if anybody's going, oh my God, gross, uh, I'm with you. And if anybody's like, oh my God, where do I get those? Uh, Come visit us or find your local Lee's. Um, they used to my have. My food's not your food, but my food's okay. Exactly. Um, I they used to <laughs> they used to do fried gizzards, and those are my preferred ones. I don't like livers because I don't like the flavor of. I don't care what liver it came out of. I don't like the flavor of it. It's too. It's too livery. I'm one I don't of those like bizarre people. I will go to a restaurant and eat liver and onions. Which is. There are many reasons you get along with my mother, but that is one of them because she is also alone in her desire for <laughs> liver. And I can, if I can find a restaurant that offers liver and onions, I can take both of y'all and both of y'all will be happy. The rest of us will be staring at you at the table with our lip curled up like, oh my God, I can't believe they're eating that. But y'all will be happy. And that's all that matters. That is all that matters. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jack says that the Lee's there still does gizzards. Okay. You're very fortunate. We have, I don't know if it's, if it's just a local place. The way I read the web- website, it is, there's a place called Crunchies and Munchies, mm. which I think is just a local place, but maybe it's a franchise. They used to do both livers and gizzards. They don't do livers anymore. They do gizzards. And Lee's here does livers, not gizzards. I, I mean, I don't like gizzards so much. I go out of my way for them. It yeah. feels a little weird. And I feel like I'm showing all of my country rural roots by just even saying the term gizzards while talking about food. But here we are. <laughs> um, and oh, hell yeah, we fry them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how anybody else would eat them, but we fry them. Um, but yeah. So. <sighs> Uh, so in the <laughs> in the live chat, Tayshu said, uh, "Happy birthday to the seventeen-year-old! A, a year closer to listening to the podcast. Here's what's hilarious: potentially also a year closer to helping us edit the video version." 
Because <laughs> he's really good at that video stuff. And I would absolutely pay him whatever Florida's minimum wage is at that point to do that. Right. Um, I don't know if he could handle it. I could understand if he wouldn't. I don't know if he wants to see us in that light. But he would be old enough mm-hmm. where I would offer him a part-time job. Um, <laughs> so, birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom went back home um this past monday prior to recording after being in town for about 10 days yeah we had a really good visit we went and saw Mm -hmm. a couple of movies that we talked about it last week that we went and saw thor and then on sunday my aunt and uncle my mom and myself just the four of us went to see where the crawdads sing and i was i knew this like i sat down and immediately went oh yeah that's right because i forget we tend to see a lot of either superhero movies or like more actiony, adventure-y kind of movies if we go to a movie theater at all. With some comedy sprinkled in. Right. But typically if we're in a movie theater, it's for a superhero movie because we don't go to the movies that often because it ain't cheap. We all know this. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to a very specific movie trailer experience. Also, at this point, I've become very used to a certain audience type at a superhero movie, which can be mm-hmm. a very mixed group of people, but you kind of, you go, yes, this is who I would expect to see at a uh, superhero yeah. movie, right? <laughs> Sitting in Where the Crawdads Sing, which was actually pretty good. I've seen some reviews where people really didn't like it. Um, that's fine. I I could critique it. I don't want to, because I don't care. It was a pretty good movie. It kind of made me want to read the book. I asked my mother, was this faithful to the book? She said, yeah, actually pretty close. I was like, okay. okay. She All didn't right. remember certain parts of the book anymore, though. It had been a while since she read it. So she's like, I think it was. It feels like it. I'm like, okay. So I might read the book. But I'm sitting there and I'm realizing very quickly as the trailers are coming on, I was like, oh, I'm going to get to see different trailers. <laughs> I'm going to get to see all the chick flick trailers <laughs> that you don't usually see in the yeah, superhero movie yeah. trailers. And also <laughs> the audience makeup was almost, I would say 95% uh, female, which was, I went, oh yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> and I realized, so my mother is 61. She'll be 62 uh, this year uh, on her birthday. And she does not look like she's 60 something. She Her hair is still dyed a really flattering like brown color. It looks natural in her. We have great genetics. She has got great skin even now. I thank her every day for that. My dad had those good genetics too. So she does not, like when I look at her, I'm not thinking this is a 61 year old lady. Now, when I see another woman who dresses identical to her, but maybe has gray or white hair or there's something, maybe a few more wrinkles. I go, oh, that looks like a 62 year old lady. I saw a lot of my mom in this audience, but they didn't have their hair dyed. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. So shit, I'm the demographic for this movie too. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is is different. This is not what I'm used to. I have spent the last, how many years have we been together going to see superhero movies? (laughs) Not sitting in chick flick audience. I did think it was going to go down in the row behind us. So this is one of those newer movie theaters with the reclining chairs. It's yeah. the good, we go to the cheap one where your feet stick to the floor because the tickets are cheaper <laughs> and the food is cheaper. 
It's also closer. But twice, I've gone to the good theater now, and I don't know if I can go back to the cheap one. And the seats recline, and it's one of those that when you buy your tickets, you pick your seats so you don't have to worry. You know where you your seat is. You don't have to fight for a seat, yeah. So we got there super early because uh, all the women in my family have anxiety, and we don't like to be late to anything. So we're sitting in our seats well before even the trailers come on. And this woman comes in with her friend, presumably they're coming to see the movie. She thinks we're sitting in her row and in her seat and is about to give me attitude. And I went, no ma'am, I'm a, we're in row D. And she's like, well, where's row E? Well, it usually uh, comes after D, but I just pointed behind me. And I even went, cause I'm a bitch y'all. I went, that's C, this is row D. She, something about her, the vibe was off. That's row E. So she, and she was talking to her friend and complaining that she'd been sent to the wrong movie theater, like number, and she was already pissed. She gets in her seat. Then fast forward 20 minutes. Movies, like lights are down. Trailers are going. Yeah. These four younger women walk in. They go to row E. And two of them go, oh, that's my seat. And the way the movie theater is structured, you can't really just see behind you by turning your head. And I didn't want to look because I was, I like to watch trailers. I'm a weirdo like that, but I could sense it. I could sense the the younger woman standing. I heard part of the conversation and the older lady who had had, who had thought I was sitting in her seat earlier before I corrected her. Who didn't know the alphabet couldn't count either. (laughs) Said, well, I bought these tickets two weeks ago and I picked my seats then. So these are my seats. And I've already been sent around to other theaters and nobody here knows what they're talking about. And I was like, I wow. might turn around for this. They clearly got it settled. I didn't see anybody walk past well, us. Well, you already had your popcorn for the oh, sub show. yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they clearly got it settled. But for a moment there, it was like, where is the entertainment in this theater? Is it on the screen or is it in row E? Which yeah. does come after row D, in case anybody wants. <laughs> <laughs> It was the most excitement. I've never had that much excitement in any of the superhero movies with a different audience makeup than I had at the chick flick movie, which I don't, I hate that whole chick flick thing. Like, eh, but you know, cause I don't feel like I fit any of those molds. I like some of those movies. I love superhero movies. I like, you know, like whatever, whatever. I did like where the credits. Who knew it was like two part drama. It was, it was. (laughs) It was. And I got to watch all those new trailers. And I was like, oh, there's some movies I'd like to see. Okay. There was, there's a new Diane Keaton movie coming out that reminds me. Oh, God. It definitely reminds me of a movie that already came out. I think 13 going on 30 is the one I'm thinking of where it's like she's a teenager. And the next thing you know, she's 30. I think, I think that's the premise of that one. This one is I'm an old soul. And she's like 30 and she wakes up and she's basically Diane Keaton. And I was like, but Diane Keaton's so fucking cool. If I woke up as Diane Keaton, yes, I would freak out for half a second. And then I'd be like, fucking hell, I'm Diane Keaton. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and one of the guys who played the guy who played, um, Alexis's love interest, the vet mm-hmm. in Shit's Creek. He plays what looks like the love interest in whatever that movie is called with Diane Keaton. Mm. Did I care enough to remember the title? No. Mm. <laughs> no, I probably won't go see it unless my mother comes back to town and is like, hey, you want to go see that movie? <laughs> you and I, have we ever gone to not a superhero movie together? <laughs> I don't think we have. If we have, I can't remember it. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
So. <sighs> anyway. Uh, what else is going on? <laughs> uh, JB is going out of town for a few days. And even mm-hmm. though I know this, we had a conversation. I went, okay, great. Every day, I forget he's going out of town. I'll say something about, well, on Thursday, we can go do this. And he'll go, no, uh, we can't. I'll go, oh, well, on Friday, we'll go. He's like, no, we can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've booked his rental car. I, we've talked about where he's going to be, what the plan. Like, oh, I know. I know. It's not a I cannot hold the information in my head. No, you can't. That's And that's shocking for and you. And I'm the one that has to drive you to the car rental place to go pick up your car uh-huh. rental, your car tomorrow. Yeah. I'm hoping I remember. <laughs> So you want to pick it up at 8 a.m. Yeah. I might be driving in my PJs, whatever. I hope the people at the Dunkin' or the Starbucks, wherever I go to get coffee after I drop you off, do not judge me too harshly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I, someone said, you know, X said they can't find Junior Mints anywhere in Canada. Mm. Like, yeah, but what is it that you have after 8? After the the mint their green package yeah i can't think of the name but it, yes it, it's a green package chocolate mint combination but probably not in the movie theater I don't not know, if junior not. mints are an option maybe not. normally yeah so um what else i've already bitched about the sites going down into mm-hmm, the beginning mm-hmm. uh they're back up but i had to complain um Mel, you know what? I never managed to drive the kids to school in PJs. I have picked up a kid late night, like after a football game, in PJs. And it felt so weird I never did it again. I I've, don't know why. I after have, eights. I have picked the kids up in PJs. Yeah, but usually after a football game. Oh, and yeah. uh, after eights have dairy in them, so uh, can't have okay. them, so never mind. Okay. We're not helpful. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, what else? I thought there was other things I was going to say, and I have forgotten. Mm-hmm. The cats are good. The dog is good. Um. Oh my gosh, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's random, but there we are. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I okay. Here's how my my brain is going. Like when I say mean going, I mean gone. I dressed this morning knowing that we would do the live stream. I know it's, I sure. do know it's Wednesday. I can keep that in my head. Yeah. I w- put the shirt on that I knew I would wear. For because I didn't want to change like we usually mm-hmm, do when we do a king mm-hmm. t-shirt. Podcast listener, you can't see. This was a t-shirt. I knew I had to go to the grocery store because I had to pick up the cake, so I put on a bra. Right. I knew I put on okay. a bra because I wear a bra to the grocery store, and I'll wear a bra during at least the Wednesday stream. Those Friday night hangouts, there might not be a bra. The Patreon only <laughs> Q and A's, there might not be a bra. But the Wednesday stream, I'll wear a bra. Okay, I know all of that, and while I'm sitting here with y'all and had this moment of, am I wearing a bra? And really, it's the wrong time to be wondering, we're done. (laughs) We're at the end. It's been an hour. It would be a little late to wonder. But also, I put the fucking thing on at 8 o'clock this morning. (laughs) What is wrong with me? I can't even tell you how many times I lose my phone in a day anymore. Yeah. I do remember why I've walked into a room. I haven't. Like, sometimes I go, what the hell do I walk in here for? Like, I do, but not. It's, no. I'll put something down, I'll walk away. I have, I've always been what I call a multitasker, where if I'm mm. on my way to do something and I see something else I can kind of do, like veer off real quick, come back around, yeah. I absolutely mm. still do that. Like I was trying to put stuff away yesterday and I last night and I realized my wallet was not by my purse and I know myself well enough to know that if I did not put it by my purse, I would 
totally go to the grocery store this morning without my wallet. <laughs> so I was carrying about 85 things, but swooped around, like made the circle, picked up my wallet, put it down where it went. But I did get back on task, mostly because I had the things in my hand. Like I couldn't have forgotten. But how many times have I been doing one thing, mm. got sidetracked, forgot I was doing the thing, done that making my lunch before? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a quirky thing of perimenopause turning being 42, almost 43? Is it ADHD? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It would cost me $200 to be evaluated. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My pressing thing is I've got to deal with the, I've got to go see the doctor about all these migraines I keep getting. Yes. And I need yes, to see a different do. doctor about all the uh, anxiety I'm going through and the intrusive thoughts. So those are my top two priorities. We'll deal with the, the quirky yeah, with, stuff with, later. With the intensity, severity, and longevity of the migraines you've been having, I've been a little insistent I'm on I'm still not sure how doctor. I did it, but I muddled through the weekend with family with a low-grade migraine. Like, yeah. my eyes wanted to close because light hurt and the pain made me want to cry, but I could still function. Uh, I mean, not, not thrive, but I could function. And so I did. But by the end of Sunday, when I got done with the movie, said goodbye to my family, told my mom I loved her, be safe on your mm. ride home tomorrow. That was the Monday. I came home and I think what, I just basically collapsed on the couch, didn't I? Pretty much. Basically said, please, please don't ask anything of me. And can we turn the lights off? Yeah. Please. And thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> Silent Wing said, wow, the question I find myself asking is why am I still wearing a bra? That is a question I ask by the end of this day, I will be asking that question. If we were not having uh, the 17 year old's girlfriend over for the light low key birthday festivities, I would, it would be off probably as soon as we finish this <laughs> normally. Yeah. When I get to the end of the day, if there is still a bra on me, even if it's a sports bra, I'm like, why, why are we here? Why did I not take this off sooner? So. <laughs> <sighs> I could chat with y'all all day. I really mm -hmm. can't have stuff I have to do. I know you have stuff you have to do. Yeah. To get ready for a trip I keep forgetting about. <laughs> and and between two and four, we have something going on too. Oh God, yeah, pest control's coming back. Yeah. We, so we, <laughs> when we bought the house, we went ahead and signed up for pest control. And it was like, this is our first really nice house and we own it. I would like uh, pest control to please come out quarterly to prevent the bugs as much as you can in Florida. Cause you really can't prevent all of them in Florida. Um, when we lived at our condo, the the COA had pest control. We didn't have to do that mm -hmm. um, at the rental. I don't think it would have mattered cause there were just nothing was sealed tight at that house this house it was like we would like to so we did and we had it on an auto thing they called every quarter they already had our card information like we right. it was they only called to go can we come on this day between these times and we would go from there cool. right and then out of nowhere they just stopped calling they and vanished. stopped coming and we were like what the hell and then it was right around last year when every the bottom fell out for us and mm -hmm. we were like okay we've got to cut expenses and i'll just keep buying bug spray it'll be fine right and things are slowly coming back for us. So we've been talking about it. And also this summer, the bugs have been worse 
in my experience in all the nice houses I've lived in, like when I lived in a tin can as a kid, mm-hmm. it was worse than this. But like, they're just, it's a daily thing. There's a bug. There's a bug that should not be in this house. I think they're trying to escape the heat themselves Probably. at this point. So we had just the other day had this conversation where we need to research what company we're going to use. I don't know what a good price is. We just, uh, and I was already dreading the research because I yeah. know that's going to be on me. And uh. and then out of nowhere, the pest control company calls, calls. again. And you, what I, so I don't like confrontation, we know this. And I don't like, I'm, it wasn't aggressive. You were just, you were firm. Mm-hmm. But my brain goes, that's aggressive. I didn't say anything because you went, but we haven't heard from you in at least a year. And it was that, I'm not happy that we have not heard from you and where the mm-hmm. fuck you been. We got ghosted by our pest control company. <laughs> and I don't know what, what, because I recognized the voice of the woman on the phone. And yeah. she was like, I have records. I called here, 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 here. And we're like, we didn't get that call. We didn't get This a, is my number. It has not changed. Call, no voicemail. Yeah, nothing. No, nothing. So <laughs> I don't know what happened, but they were like, well, we understand if you wouldn't want to continue service, but what if I give you $30 off for this time? And I was like, I don't feel like researching. And they did indeed kill the bugs. So mm-hmm, or prevent them. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. So they're coming today. But I was, yeah. I was like, thank, thank you universe for making it. So All I didn't right. have to research a pest control company. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that's, so. that's uh, the life in this uh, 24 seven mm-hmm. power exchange. <laughs> it's pest control companies. Y'all we're living <laughs> the drink. Hey, you know, living the drink. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, save me from having to make another decision. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and see, you didn't want to make a decision, and I didn't want to have to do the research to bring right. it to you to go here. What decision do you want to make? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it all kind of worked out in the end. It did. Yeah. And hey, I'll take a $30 off. It's like normally $65 a quarter right. for them to come out. I don't know if that's a good price. I really don't care. Will the bugs stop coming in our house? That's what I care that's about. That's what we, yeah. Uh, so when they were like basically almost in half, I went, yeah, yeah you can come back. Mm-hmm. Just, just please, please come spray so, the bugs. Thanks. Yeah, we got that going on. But that doesn't mean we have to hide the fuckery in the office because they, it's a new person mm-hmm. or the person who had been coming kind of, we got used to them. They got used to us. They didn't blink, but this is a new person. So, right. We'll hide our fuckery mm-hmm. this time. So, all right. We probably okay, should done. go. I let know. these good people get on with their day, I too. know, but a lot of these good people would totally hang out longer. That's true. And have That's asked true. me and us to do longer ones of these. Really? It's been a while since anybody asked. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's worth noting as well. <laughs> we haven't Excuse asked. Me. Yes. Okay. All right. uh, okay. But we are going to go. Yes. Uh, don't mind us. It was a really short actual episode, but we still managed to string this out to about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully it gets out on time this week, too. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go. All right. Uh, thanks for thanks being for here joining us. us. Thanks for being with us. To the bitter end. Right. Uh, we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love you. Bye. Bye.